Hello, everyone, and welcome to the EN podcast. And we will try to do Wednesdays weekly if there is no scheduling. There has been a couple in the past. We are on Twitter, and we'll let you know all of the updates. These episodes, we are basically doing our usual happy because it happened, and we are this week as well as you um saying our basic expectations teams in the we usually start off with the news that's no exception today and there's one big piece of news that came out this week that we really need to talk about Sam you know what the news is Jalen Ramsey traded to the Los Angeles Rams I want to hear your opinion on well, this it's interesting uh I don't know how to feel because I feel like this is the 49ers division to lose. They're obviously 5-0 and right now. And the Rams are also having to compete with the Seahawks. This has been a very disappointing year for the reigning NFC champions. I feel like Ramsey helps them, and I feel like it'll push them to maybe a 9-7 and year instead of a 7-9 and year. I mean, I would never pick the Rams to go 9-7 in the first place. Personally, think this Jalen Ramsey, Rams Super Bowl contenders. Not only because I'm a fan of Jalen, but Jalen Ramsey. That is active force on that defense. That is ridiculous. The pass rush, spring game, and for a team that Tyler lost twice a year, that faces him a couple other guys. That it's big for the Rams that I'm having facing Julio Jones this week. Falcons, uh, I think it's it's big for um to have Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey being hired by the Los Angeles Rams that only mean, meant one thing, and that was for Marcus Peters to go. Marcus Peters traded to Baltimore for Kenny Young, and I think an undisclosed pick. And Kenny Young, sure, he's a decent young linebacker who can get things done. But at the end of the day, I think the Ravens won this trade here. The Ravens are loaded up at corner now with um even though an injured Jimmy Smith Smith and um Marlon Humphrey and now Marcus Peters. So I think this Ravens defense is getting better and better, even with the loss of CJ Mosley this past offseason. Yeah, I mean it just proves that the Ravens really just want to go for it this year. They feel like they have a chance at the Super Bowl and it's gonna be tough. But it honestly it is their division to lose because the Steelers have not looked good. Of course, they don't have Roethlisberger. Um, the Browns, are, I, I, I don't even know what to say about them. They're the most overrated team in the NFL. We'll, we'll talk about that later, especially um, if you knew here I'm a Browns fan. So, we'll talk about that later. And the Bengals don't even need to be talked about. We already know how terrible they are. But honestly, this is the Ravens' division to lose. All righty. Moving on, we are going to recap week six of the National Football League. So Thursday night that week was the Giants and the Patriots. The Patriots ended up winning 35-14. No surprise there. Tom Brady with two rushing touchdowns in that game. But it's looking better for the Giants because Saquon, Evan Ingram, they're all – but at the end of the day – do you think the Giants are making the playoffs? I know you're a Giants fan. You're going to have bias. The prophecy of 10-6 and six still lives on. But I, I'll say this. The Patriots looked very sloppy on offense that game for 
the first few quarters, and you even have to admit that, Tom Brady did not look good. The Giants had momentum going into – like, they tied the game at 14. They had they did have momentum in that game. Yeah, they, they, they did. For, for yeah, for... Lorenzo Carter had that sack on time. Tom Brady did not look very good in that game, and that kind of worries me a little. Yeah, the Giants' defense looked impressive. In it the did first, but this also just proves that. that the Patriots' defense—I think they have the best defense in the NFL. Like, I don't know even know if it's close or not. The Patriots have a insanely good defense, and that's who won that game for them. Daniel Jones didn't look good. He had the picks. But it's the Patriots, and they they have the best defense. So, like, what's a rookie quarterback supposed to do? I don't even think Patrick Mahomes can be a lead on going up against that Patriots defense. So, yes, um, Max Kellerman actually said Tom Brady is getting carried by the Patriots defense. I don't know how true that is. I, mean, I wouldn't say carried. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say carried. But the Patriots either, defense yeah. is a big the part Patriots of how they're, why they're winning. Like, on the field. On the field, the Patriots defense has been by far the best. They've been the best in every aspect. They've been by far the best fantasy defense. They've been by far a lot of things. But moving on to the Sunday games, and, of course, the first one that pops up on the list of games, the Seahawks at the Browns. So the Browns Browns had this game. Oh, they had game one. They did. I am the first to say as a Browns fan, I am on the fire Freddy movement. Freddie Kitchens has to go. I believe you're definitely better off with Greg Williams as our head coach. Like what we did last year with him was ridiculous. Baker Mayfield, he, I, it's part of him not being used right. It's also part of him being overrated. It's like half and half in my opinion. I personally, I mean, yeah, we don't have Najoku, we don't have Kareem Hunt, but at the end of the day, especially the left side of it is very sketchy. And just. Our O-line disappointed. At the end of the day, we do have a bunch of holes in our defense, especially our outside linebackers disappointing. And Joe Schober, even in the inside linebacker, he, he's like – defense has been impressive. Like, Miles Garrett is like a one-man wrecking ball. Yes, Denzel Ward was a pro bowler last year. But at the end of the day, the Browns – we have the Patriots after our bye. It, it's just not looking good as a Browns fan right now. What have I been saying? The Browns are not as good as people say – OBJ is a good receiver. Jarvis Lynch is good. But you guys just totally forgot. You traded away Zeitler, who was a key part of your offensive line. You traded for Olivier Vernon, who all these – even you have to admit now that you were wrong about – and we were right, that Olivier Vernon is not someone who can win you games. Olivier Vernon is someone who pads his stats. And we'll get to a – I mean – Olivier Vernon was never elite. He was just like a slightly above. Yes, but people always said he was a player. great defensive end, but he's really not. Well, I never agree with that. And Baker Mayfield was never my favorite player on the. But at the end of the day, look, half of our safety tandem sucks. So we can't rely on Demarius. Sanders. And you traded um, away. And you traded away Jabril Peppers, who was actually having a very good year for the Giants. I mean, Demarius Randall. What could it have been? Jabril Peppers is having actually a very good year underrated on the Giants this year, really breaking out this year. Yeah, I mean, it's not looking good right now as a Browns fan. But the Seahawks, they've had a lot, a lot of um, close wins. And at the end of the day, they they did lose Will Disley for the tight end spot a lot because they're going to have to rely on Luton as a number. O-line has always been sketchy. and like, But our defense has to step up. When the Browns' offense is – and they're keeping the lead, and the 
believe there. Like, needs to step up, but can't be allowing touchdowns and letting Russell Wilson drop every time. I defense to O line and Freddie Kitchens. Those are my biggest concerns on this team. Too many picks, but he's not being used right at the same time. And today we got, um we just got a head off and I would have two twenty three carries a game. Honestly. But moving on to the next game, we got the Panthers at the Buccaneers. This is the London game. And the Panthers won this and this proved one thing. Run CMC is the best running back in the league. I don't care on Zeke. Run CMC has clearly proved to be the best running back in the league, in my opinion. Number one fantasy pick next year, 100%. And let's just game for a second. So, a couple of guys' hype trains I've been on early. Well, I'm going to be known as being a But he really hasn't broken out as a star yet because he missed a couple of games in year. And so, I was on Juju Smith's hype train. I was, that was a Dalvin Cook's hype. Good call. I was on Miles Garrett's. That's a good call for me. Higher. It was mostly, but the main guy hype train I getting was Chris Godwin. I knew this kid be good. I am right. Chris Godwin is going to be an elite, elite. Another serious debate about better than Mike Evans. Jameis, I'm a shit. Get a better quarterback than Jameis Winston because heck, if the Patriots never got Warner Edelman, get him off their team. They swap Warner Edelman for Evans and Godwin, and Tom Brady with Evans and Godwin. Evans and Godwin would be the receiver duel of all time. I am saying this. People say this wide receiver duo is ridiculously talented, and it's all and the they just got to get Jameis Winston as their quarterback. That's all that. Hold on one second. You just I I don't even know where to start you. Yes, Christian McCaffrey, very good running back. He's carrying this Panthers team to wins. It's not Kyle Allen. 100% they have Kyle Allen as their quarterback. I mean Luke Keekley. Jameis Winston is having a very good year. I wouldn't be yeah, but he threw five. Yes, picks. that's a bad game. That's his bad. He went back to th- his usual sh- self, but he's been very good this year. It's it's you can't give up on him this year. He's looked very good under Bruce Arians. He might make a Pro Bowl this year. We don't know, but I don't think so. this Carolina Panthers Honestly, team is getting way way overhyped in my in my mind. You see how I'm, little they're scoring. I, do you see how yeah, little honestly, this Panthers team is scoring? They have to rely on Chris well, they McCaffrey. Did score they scored 37 in the London game, to be fair, and Chris McCaffrey gets some touchdowns. He did. But well, the last game, they only won six, They only got 19 points. The game before that, it was another less than 25. If, <clears throat> this Panthers team is relying only on Christian McCaffrey and Luke Keekley. That recipe will not work. As a Giants fan and Using Saquon Barkley last year, yeah. it won't lead it, you. It, it's, a, it's, a real, it's a real two-man record <laughs> in Carolina, especially with Cam Newton out. And they keep drafting wide receivers. But DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, those guys haven't completely broke out. And Cam, like, Greg Olson's getting old. So his really only weapon is Christian McCaffrey. Like, that's super, super, super reliable. But at the end of the day, I mean, 
when you say Jameis Winston's going to be a pro bowler, I don't believe it. From the AFC, you obviously have guys like Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady's pretty much a lock. And, I mean, you have – well, from the NFC, you have Russell Wilson. You have – like, you have many guys in the – um, Kirk Cousins, if he keeps lighting it up, but I don't think so. They have Aaron Rodgers, Kirk obviously. Kirk Cousins, he's Aaron, had one good game. Aaron Rodgers is a pro bowler, obviously. Jimmy G, if he keeps getting the Niners to win. Of course. Um, so, I mean, heck, Jared Goff has one of the best three wide I've ever seen in a while. He could get that could get him carried to the Pro Bowl, but at the end of the day, moving on to the next game, we have the Texans at the Chiefs. And what is up with? I'm their defense has always been a little bit sketchy. Deshaun Watson is like proven stuff, but Patrick Mahomes. Honestly, Patrick Mahomes. We don't know how. Like a couple weeks ago, Patrick Mahomes comfortable best quarterback in the league. Nobody's challenging that. But now, less and less you feel comfortable about saying Patrick Mahomes. Guys like Deshaun Watson who beat him. There's guys like Lamar Jackson, obviously Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers to prove that. Like, sort of challenging Mahomes for that title. And now at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson and Run CMC are serious, serious MVP candidates. I think Lamar, Russ, and and could be the top three MVP candidates clearly at the end of the year. It's called a sophomore slump. I don't know if people know this. He was a rookie last year, guys. He was a rookie, and he did what he did. He, I think it's also the workload that's been put on him. He's got to be a main part in that Chiefs offense. Obviously, they don't have much of a running game after Kareem Hunt went down and was suspended and then was eventually sent to the Browns. Um but honestly, you just got to wait. Patrick Mahomes will get it together. He's a second-year player. You just got to wait. It, it, it just, it's it's going to happen. He's going to break out again. Yeah, and um, moving on to the next game. Well, guess what? I got the prediction for the toilet bowl right. The Redskins beat the Dolphins. I knew this was going to happen. The Dolphins went for it. They had nothing to lose. It's the battle for Tua. But guess what? Not, neither of these teams are going to. The Bengals are. At the end of the day, I mean, yeah, the Dolphins are pretty pathetic. And I predict the Redskins to be a good team in the beginning of the year. And everybody, even when the draft, they're saying the Redskins finesse the draft, getting Montez Sweat and Dwayne Haskins. But at the end of the day, I mean, the, it was my bad for predicting the Redskins would be a good team. But it was just the tenfold. There was really nothing to watch here. I mean, I don't even think they've been a reliable fantasy option. And, um, like, in the whole game, honestly. That's how bad both offenses are, in my opinion. Terry McLaurin is the closest thing to that. But, yeah. Well, it's weird because I thought the Redskins were going to be, like, a, maybe a 7-9, and 8-8 and eight team, 6-10, and 10, somewhere around average. They've been horrible. They signed Landon yeah. Collins. They got Dwayne Haskins. They had Case Keenum. Ryan I, I thought they'd be average at best. But, like, they're just awful like there is like serious consideration that this could be the worst team in the NFL right now Uh uh-huh I mean moving on to the next game well the Dolphins and the Bengals exist but moving on to the next game with the Eagles at the Vikings and this surprised me the Vikings destroyed the Eagles by 18 points 
And it wasn't because of number 33. It wasn't because of Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook had arguably his worst game of the season against Philadelphia here. I mean, it still wasn't a bad game. He scored a touchdown. I mean, it's not completely terrible. But Stephon Diggs is finally getting his work, and Kirk Cousins is doing his job. He's fighting Thielen and Diggs. And maybe Thielen and Diggs complain to him. Maybe that makes Kirk Cousins – well, it does make Kirk Cousins a clear better quarterback because Kirk Cousins can't underestimate him, uh, underestimate them. They, he has two of the best wide receivers in the league. And at the end of the day, Irv Smith Jr., I think he's being clearly underused. He has, Kirk Cousins has another weapon, a young tight end. I think he's incredible. And on this defense, the Vikings defense has always been among the elite in the leagues. They're, they're contenders. I always thought the Vikings – at some points I thought the Vikings are overrated. But good win at home against the Eagles. Yeah, yeah I think when Thielen and Diggs called out Cousins, they probably lit a fire under him. And now he's doing what he's been normally doing, which he's just getting it done. And he's a good quarterback. Not the best, but pretty good. They're not going to go to a Super Bowl. But they might, but the, they might go to the playoffs. Uh huh. Moving on to the next game, the Saints and the Jaguars. Minshew magic is now over. This Saints defense has been Bridgewater. Honestly, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is not a quarterback, but yet the Saints are one of the most tight league. That is because of the Saints defense. Marshawn Lattimore is like everybody, honestly, in my opinion. At the end of the day, the Saints team is all incredible. Obviously, you have dynamic players in Michael Thomas and Alvin. And at the end of the day, I, the Saints deserve one. And the Jaguars, whoever goes here, the tank continues. Ramsey. Well, uh, yeah, the Jaguars are not going to be in a good place, even though they do have the god, Gardner Minshew, and his mustache. But the Saints, I told you, they just needed to stay around until Breeze came back, and they've been much better than that. Teddy Bridgewater, 4-0, I think, as a starter. Even though he doesn't look great, they still win these games. And now Drew Breeze is very close to coming back, and they're looking at their first place right now, I think. Yeah, they are. I think they're very close to the Panthers right now. But they're going to be a scary team once Drew Brees comes back. Because Drew Brees, if he just returns back to his form from last year and the year before and what he's been doing, this team, I I think they're due. They need to get to a Super Bowl this year. Uh-huh. Um, moving on to the next game, we got the Bengals at the Ravens. The Bengals suck, but they, they stuck in there. I mean, Lamar Jackson, like, he's coming back to earth, I think, a little bit. Ravens, there's really no surprise here that they beat the Bengals. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> it's uh-huh. the Bengals. Let's see the 49ers. We got the 49ers at the Rams. And what if the 49ers traded for Jalen Rams? I mean... George Kittle, Richard Sherman, all those guys can say whatever the hell they want. Be like, you guys are doubting us, blah, 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 blah. We're 5 0. I'm still doubting you. This 40 team is not the Super Bowl. There's not one doubt in my mind that the Niners are in the Super Bowl. I think Jimmy G. I mean, hold. 
storyline at the 49ers played because Jimmy, former Patriot, and possibly in Lombardy success. And then he just goes and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. That, that story would be great. A Patriots, that's something I'd love to see other than maybe Browns. But the Browns, a Browns Redskins Super Bowl, I see that too because the Browns are going to win it. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean, this Niners team, it's people now start to overhype them because people are saying um, they underestimated them. Well, uh, there is evidence to prove that they can be a good team. They're definitely making the playoffs this year, I'm thinking. But I don't think they make it farther than the AFC, the, the NFC championship. They're not that good yet. They're just not ready. I think give them a little more time. Matt Breida, uh, George Kittle there for real. Jimmy G has been good. They just got more time. All right. Moving on to the next game, the Falcons at the Cardinals. And Kyler Murray. Good job choosing football, young man. The kid is just incredible. We should have looked straight in front of our eyes. Kyler Murray was the best quarterback in the draft all along. We had Wayne Haskins, Daniel Jones, Drew Locke, Will Greer, all those guys debates. But, yeah, Kyler Murray, we should look straight in front of our eyes. He's the best quarterback in this draft. I'm sorry, Giant fan. Daniel Jones is not the best quarterback in this draft. Picks Winland. Daniel Jones does a lot of development. I mean, Kyler Murray is the best quarterback in this draft. At the end of the day, look at this. Well, actually, no, no, never mind. I was going to say something, but I'm going to wait till two games and not to say it. Well, what is going on with the Falcons? Like, they have just probably been the biggest disappointment, I feel, in the NFL this year. I think I think they're using Devontae Freeman completely wrong on that running back. It's team. just so using Devontae Freeman completely wrong. I thought and they would make the playoffs. Defense has been pathetic. Atlanta's defense has been pathetic. Oh yeah, but, like, that has to do with Keanu Neal going down for the year. I mean, yeah, like Grady Jarrett, like it's not the bill. Yeah, it's unfortunate. All right, well, moving on to the next game, the Broncos at the Titans. The Titans' offense is pathetic, honestly. I mean, this. I don't know how many times I'm gonna say the word pathetic, but Marcus Mariota, uh, he's he's not an NFL level quarterback. And then Ryan Tannehill gets named the starter for this team. If the Titans are really that desperate to score zero points, they name Ryan Tannehill their starter. I mean, heck, bold prediction, bold prediction. With Ryan Tannehill as a starter, Corey Davis will have a breakout year and be a league elite receiver for the rest of the year. Because Marcus Mario, this whole Titans offense is using Corey Davis completely wrong. But Ryan Tannehill will get the young kid the ball. And I think Corey Davis will be an incredible receiver for the rest of the year. But at the end of the day, Joe Flacco is getting wins. He's getting wins. Want to hear my bold prediction? What? Titans go perfect for three games, and then Ryan Tannehill gets injured. That is my bold prediction. Oh, I mean, you can't really predict an injury, but yeah, I guess that's bold. Moving on to the next game, the Cowboys at the Jets. Ooh, what a game! I am just gonna we both, clap we both it got up. that prediction right. We both got that upset right. We both had it right. People call that. People actually called me out for that prediction. And where are they now? Where are the where are them boys now? The well, three and three. Podcast called your friends. This podcast. Yes, they did. 
All righty. Well, uh, we'll see about the end. Colin Coward said something earlier. So, you know, me and my was at a beer time. And basically, I was like, oh, Colin Coward's on. Put him on. And he's like, stuff. Uh, my friend said this. Yeah, just put him on for a minute. So that was what happened. And then it was a debate about who's the career, Sam Darnold. And the guy said Sam Darnold. So me and the Browns, I got pissed off. I was like, turn him on. Oh, yeah, he's right good stuff. Colin Coward was right. Better than Baker Mayfield. And my dad's a Jet. And I'm a Browns. And I always say how he overrated Sam Darnold. And now I look complete. Well, let's just clap it up for the Cowboys right here. When you're actually not even, you don't even have to face real teams to lose. You can face fake teams and lose. The Cowboys are not making the playoffs this year. I'm going to down. Dak Prescott is not a $40 million per year guy. Ezekiel Elliott is not good anymore. Amari Cooper is not good. This Cowboys team, oh, they lose every day. I, I, knew, I knew this Dallas defense was getting overrated. Sure. Sure. It looks beautiful. Jones, late and Jalen Smith. At the end of the day, they have a lot of holes. It's not good. And this looked very sketchy for me from day one. And it's an elite, like, it's Chicago-level defense. I was like, what the wrong with you people? We went out to the Mexican with Steelers. Devlin Hodges, Carter. And the Chargers still lost. Weren't the Chargers supposed to be a good team? Honestly, I'm going to get a lot, a lot of slack for saying The Chargers made up both Austin Eckler and free agency. Both of them walk. Honestly, like, as much as Austin Eckler has been both first couple of talent he is, let both of them walk. Get a for That's all I got to say about Philip Rivers is going to I gotta get a successor sometime soon. Henry, yeah, he, he's proven on your roster. Keep you out on your roster. Fix your defense up a little bit. I'm sure if you have Joey Bosa, Desmond King, and all of them. I say Gordon and Eckler in Well, you're going a little bold right there. I mean, yeah, the Chargers have been disappointing, and the Steelers have been looking okay, I guess. Who knows? Uh-huh. At potential land now I'm going to land in Chicago and Chicago popped to trade like Dave Germany somebody to Miami or something. And then I could either land in Tampa Bay or Buffalo playing with Devin Singletary. If a Austin Eckler and Devin Singletary running back You got the money in the line Packers at one point, uh, I think to be honest, I like only watch for Oh, I mean, the team they they both over like like overachieved their predictions this year. I mean, the Packers are five and one. The Lions look pretty solid. Carry on, Johnson. I think he's being like overused a little bit. Honestly, not overused. He's to perform. And Kenny Gallagher, he's going to be able to win this league. But the Packers can win this game. I don't understand how you're not going to bring up the main thing. The Lions got robbed in that game. 
the refs. Oh yeah. I oh my. Good. Yeah. That was like the. That might have been worse than the Saints Rams game, to be honest. That was a horribly right. officiated game. Well, moving on to previews. Um, it is for week seven. Thursday night football. The, the Broncos are home. Thursday night football. Joe Flacco is going to find a way to beat Pat. I'm starting off bold. I'm going to have to disagree with you. All righty. Well, Cortland Sutton will have 120 yards and two touchdowns in this game. Well, I'm going to have to. My prediction. Well, I'm disagreeing with you. I think there's a good chance of Chiefs, but I'm going. The Rams, the Falcons, and the Rams. Falcons have been extremely disappointing this year. I'm going to have to go with the Rams as well. All right, next game, the Dolphins and Bills. So, I'm going to read you these stats. Tell me if they're impressive. 10 carries for 127, 12.7 yards. A rush touchdown, six targets per set. Only one drop pass for 28 receiving games. Are those stats impressive? 12.7 yards per carry. Yes, they're impressive. Well, guess who's guess who those stats were from? Well, you want to know something? Devin Singletary hasn't played half the season. Exactly. That's what I said in two games. In two games. So, Devin Singletary has leered up. And he will be playing for that home. Well, Devin Singletary will have a monster game. Well, seven. Buffalo's mm. winning at home. The Dolphins are winning. Devin Singletary. Uh, and Devin. You know I mean yeah. Devin Singletary, but there's no way I can't disagree with you on this one. <laughs> there's no way All the Bills right. can Moving lose this one. Moving on to the next thing of the Jaguars. Minshew Magic. I, no matter what, even though the Bengals stuck Ravens, I still think the Magic are going to beat the Bengals. Bengals are going to 0 7. Yeah, definitely. I have to, I, I, there's no argument. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next year, the Lions. Detroit's defense has not been the greatest this year, and now they face Dalvin. Screwed in this game. I just I'm going to have to go with Detroit. I and think Kirk Detroit. Cousins, I mean, Kirk had a, a fire. So, I'll pick it like it. Well, I'm going to have to go with Detroit on this one. They were robbed last game. I think they have a fire in them. I think they're actually a very, pretty good team this year, and I think they're going to win. All right. We got to see the next game with the Raiders at the Packers. The Raiders are in Tesla League. I'm Darren Waller. I was a night train probably. Um, yeah, so I'm basically thinking about ordering five shirts. And one of those players, five, one of those player shirts is Darren Waller. I that shirt any day because Darren Waller is an incredible. But I think the Pack doesn't get this one at home, and this, the Raiders. I'm sorry, how are three and two? That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the Packers as well. Alrighty, moving on to the next game. Not the Colts. Game the pick. Colts are home. Coming off of the Chiefs, and like after that game, he was in for 
Hamilton is not slowing down. They're beating the Colts. Yeah. Again, I, I can't disagree. All righty. Moving on to the next question. K is coming to East Rutherford, New Jersey. It's going to ball up on your trash secondary because your corner are Janora Jenkins and DeAndre Baker. Kyler Murray will ball up on that secondary. And it's an easy the Cardinals a thing. I, I think LA. This is where the Giants' season turns around, and they go 10-6, make the playoffs. They're going to win this game. Danny Dimes is going to have a great game. Saquon's going to come back. Uh, and all of our players are going to fall out. Okay, next up we got the 49ers with the Redskins. So, I think the Redskins would win this. I'm playing the same guys are winning. 49 Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that's the next game for Charlie Titans. Hill is going to find Corey Davis. Desmond, who? You think Desmond Davis? Nope, he's going to be a Titans win this one. I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think the Titans are going to lose this game. You because said Ryan is perfect and get injured. You're going at your bull prediction. No, that was a joking bull prediction. He's going to lose this game because uh, Ryan yeah, Tannehill might joke. get injured in the yeah. second half of this game. You never know. All righty. Moving on to we have to stack the Bears. This one. And the Saints are... So Chicago's Eagle Darling is going to hurt him even more. But... Chicago's offense is and honestly. So I, I think Saints defense will hold. I think Teddy Bridgewater will get a point. I think Calamara will go behind Ryan Rand pick or um one of the other uh, members of Armstead and he'll have a good get the Saints um a- Yeah, the Saints win this one again. I think Teddy Bridgewater stays undefeated. Move on to the next team Ravens with the Seahawks. Dangerous at the one home. Now I'm gonna have to disagree with you because you know who I've been on the hype train all year. Lamar, Lamar Jackson. See, Lamar so Jackson the, is to you as if, as is Davin Singletary. No, <laughs> the right. Ravens are gonna win this game. What do you mean now? <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Moving on to the next game. With- Boys. Well, are the Eagles a real team? Do you? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I can never pick the Cowboys to win any game. So, well, I'm picking the Cowboys to win this one. No, let's move on. I don't want to pick. I don't wanna talk about the Cowboys. They disgust me. Alrighty. To the Patriots and the Jets, and Sam Arnold, a guy who was about almost half the age of Tom Brady, a guy who's around years younger, a guy out of USC, a quarterback that was drafted by an AFC team, will come in 
and beat the guy with all the similarities of him and Tom Brady. And the Jets are winning this one at home. The New York Jets will be a team. This is the Patriots. The the Wild for the East, um, for the AFC, could be the Jets and the Bills. And what? That is the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard anyone ever say. The Jets are not making the playoffs. The Patriots are going to stomp them. They are going to crush them to bits. All right. Well, moving on to predictions. Well, expectations for all the Western Conference teams. Last week, or last podcast, we did the Eastern Conference teams. So, let's go to the West. Starting off with the New Orleans Pelicans. My predictions for the Pelicans are much higher than people. Drew Hall, Quality, Brandon Ingram, Ash Hart. Walker, Jackson Hayes, Lonzo Ball. The depth on this team is unfair. Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander Walker, JJ Red. Four quality um, shooting guards on their team. My expectations are much higher. I'm just 45, 46 one season. They're going to be a fun team to watch. I doubt they make the playoffs, though. All righty. That's the next game. Team Denver. I think they're as they were last year. But they're still a solid. They're going to be a solid. They're Denver. Oh, psych. Never mind. Everybody hates me about the whole bowl thing. Denver will be one seed. Clippers will be the two seed. But the Clippers will win the championship. That's what I said. A while ago, I said the Clippers are going to be the two seed. They're going to be one game behind Denver. Denver's going to be the one seed, but the Clippers are still winning the championship. My expectation for Denver, people question that I rank them over this, but they're not. Denver's not the No, I disagree. The Denver's going to be like a fifth seed. I can't believe you say that. I just don't understand. All righty. Moving on to the next team at the Houston Rockets. Houston's going to be hard in the regular season. But I only think they're going to be a fifth or sixth seed. I'm not on this bandwagon like a couple other people are. So I'm, my expectations aren't as high as people who are Houston. Neither am I. I. I don't trust that they can play together because their play styles do not complement each other very well. Uh huh. Moving to the next team, we have the Memphis Memphis Grizzlies. They're not making the playoffs, but John Morant even to semi-entertaining like ball out and win rookie of the year for them. Just be a semi-entertaining for the year. It's gonna be a good. I the Memphis Grizzlies are quietly building a very good team. They have a very good rebound. They got John Morant. They got Jaron Jackson Jr. They got Dylan Brooks, and they they have some good pieces. They have Delon Wright as well. Uh, they, they're having. A, they're going to build a very good team. I feel out of this. All right, moving on to the next team, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they really end on a. But let's assume. Um, I mean, they're like a nine ten season. Of what happens. 
I mean, they, they have like 13 first-round picks in the future. The, the least they're worried about is competing right now. They're looking to rebuild. I'm glad to see you got the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, I think I'll just in the playoffs. I mean, my expectations are they're a good team. They'll be fun, but those are. Sam, your expectations for the Kings? Um, the, the Kings, yeah, they're going to probably miss out on the playoffs. It'll probably be like a ninth seed, I'm guessing. Alrighty, moving on to the next team of the Phoenix Suns. Team of Phoenix is under really hot. They're gonna again low expectations. Team <sighs> Los Angeles Lakers. What are your for the Los Angeles? They're probably gonna be a top three seed. LeBron, Anthony Davis. This team, I feel, makes the the playoffs definitely. Um, they have a very good team. And I think they're going to do pretty good. Well, obviously, LeBron and AD AD. I think Stephen A's up a little bit. The Lakers are a top seed. They're, they're, a, good, they're a great team. I mean, LeBron and AT. Um, and Green have two superstars. They're an incredible team. We got to the next, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think Jared Culver and Carl Anthony Towns would be a great duo in the future. But the Timberwolves aren't really doing anything this year. In my opinion. Sam, your expectations? I think we are having audio troubles. We'll get back to you in a bit. So we just had some audio difficulties. What are the for the Timberwolves? Well, the Timberwolves, I don't even know because they tra- they got they got Jimmy Butler gone. Obviously, we don't know how good Andrew Wiggins is, but, and Carl Anthony Towns is pretty good. We got to see how this team fares. All right, all right. Moving on to the next team, we got the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, honestly, Clippers are gonna win um, NBA Finals. That, that's my prediction. My predictions are high for the Clippers, like anybody else's prediction should that's be. The same. I think they're going to clash with the Sixers in the finals. I think they're going to be the one seed this year. Kawhi and Paul George, that, that's just unstoppable. Agreed 100%. Moving on to the next team. Warriors, they're going to be a 7 8 seed. That's what I think, honestly. I mean, I, um, coming back, we don't know when. I still think Steph, D'Lo, and Draymond can get the job done. I think the Warriors are going to be sneaky good this year. I feel like they can actually potentially make it to the Western Conference Finals. Because- I believe that, too. I wouldn't be complaining, but the Lakers, I, I honestly think but in like- if Clay comes back and is healthy and good to go, this team could make it to the Finals. Because think about it. You put Steph at the point guard. You put you put D'Lo at shooting guard. You put Clay at. Well, I mean, they basically didn't allow add D'Lo to the team. Yeah, because yeah. K- KD really didn't do most of the um, playoffs because he's injured. But moving on to the next team, got the Portland Trail Blazers. We're probably gonna have some clear, different opinions on this as me. Like, you just like to disagree with favorite teams, but um, 
Bunch will be a four or five seed this year, possibly make it to the second round of playoffs, possibly not. But um, my expectation is just for them to be a playoff team. First or doing what they did last. I definitely think. I definitely think they're a playoff team. I mean, like they they never go away. They always seem to do better every year. Um, they're sneaky good. I don't think they're this. I I don't know. The trail, they're not good enough to win a finals, and I don't know what the direction they want to go. They have Whiteside. They have Nurkic. Obviously, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. But like, I don't ever think that duo that team's gonna win a championship together. All right, moving on to the next team. That's the Dallas Mavericks. We're going to be a borderline playoffs, but I don't Luka and Porzingis are going to be an exciting um, duo, possibly ever the best international duo that the NBA has ever seen. Um, they actually reach full potential. But, yeah, um, also, I mean, this style, it doesn't have the grace of Luka and Porzingis. Well, I'm going to go with the bull prediction here. This team's going to be a major disappointment this year. I feel like Luka's going to have a huge sophomore slump this year, and Porzingis is going to struggle because he's coming back from a torn ACL. I feel like this team's not going to gel this year, but it could they could work in the future. I just don't think this is their year. I honestly want to be surprised really good what you said. We're moving on to the next Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz... You you probably hype them up more than me. I think they're a top five seed. I think there's a possible chance of being at the second expectations with the Trailblazers. Well, definitely. Rudy Gobert, I feel, is the best defensive player in the NBA. Donovan Mitchell is due for a superstar year this year. Of course, they added Mike Conley, which is one of the most underrated players ever. So, guys, well, people say he's underrated so much he might be overrated. <laughs> they got Joe Ingles. Uh, and they got some quality pieces. I think there's something here, and I think like the Jazz can be. They can be someone who can knock off a top-tier team. All right. Moving on to the next team. We have this – well, the last team we actually have, the San Antonio Spurs. I'm probably not making the playoffs this year. Looking at this roster, I think DeMar is going to have a – Decrease in um, performance. He didn't make the All-Star team last year. I don't think the Spurs make it to the playoffs. Neither do I. I feel like it's over that era. Yeah, Pop, obviously, a great, great coach. Um, So, that was today's episode. We will try to get you weekly. I believe we'll be producing our next episode next Wednesday.